All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Being Different. Um, Today, Anthony is joining me again, my producer. He's amazing, and he's very helpful and doesn't let me sit here and ramble on and on by myself. So (laughs) thanks for being here again, I just enjoy rambling with you. (laughs) Yeah, we'll do it together so it's not quite as boring. Uh, um, Anyways, we're wrapping up the segment about special needs that we did. Huge thank you to Will Edwards, Michael Collins, and Mercedes Lawson. I learned so much from those three. Um, I feel like I'm just going to speak for myself because I don't know how other people feel about this, but when there's like topics that are uncomfortable or that you don't know much about, it's easier just to shy away from them and not talk about them. Um, and so for me, the special needs thing is, of course, I'm interested and curious. Um, but I, I'd never wanted to offend people. So I was like kind of afraid to ask them questions about it. And what talking to those three has taught me is like, maybe not everybody feels this way, but they want people to know what's going on so that we can help things and change the system to make it better. And so, um, I just learned so much from them and now I feel way more comfortable with the topic and I at least have a base understanding of what's going on in our school system and what happens after school and, um, where our state particularly is really lacking in areas that need to be fixed. And so, Hopefully, if I have friends that have special needs kids or anything like that, I can have a decently intelligent conversation with them and support them as best I can. It was it was a quite an insight into, um, you know, everybody who you brought on wears two hats in this conversation, right? They were all parents of kids with special needs, and then they all are. Well, I mean, really, almost three hats. They're all are advocates in some way, and then all of them within their professional setting also are working to help families, you know, affected by it. So it really was quite an interesting, like cross section of how all that lined up. Um, It's funny. You you said it on the will episode. I mean, this, this, I was thinking back to July of last year when you first sat down with will (laughs) and that episode that never got put out. And I watched it so bad because I messed up the audio totally. But, But you know, it's like, it's funny how things happen. I'm glad that, I'm glad that that's the route that we went down with it because, you know, in your original intention for talking with him was talking about a local Knox County school board election that was going on that he was running for. And it really opened up the door to this, this segment that we just did. Like his true passion and what for me was so much more important than what my original intent was. So it was cool. Yeah. What did you think? um, Just as we kind of, fall in with these recap episodes that we're doing for you. What was one of the most, I don't, I don't want to say shocking, but like one of the most like uh, alarming yeah. things that you heard across these couple episodes. Um, I guess I heard it from all three of them, but will pointed it out about how, you know, the state is who supports and takes care of these kids. Mm-hmm. And we know that when the state gets involved, everything's <laughs> going to be somehow jacked up. And so I'm not saying that the state is not trying to do a sure. good job or anything like that. But when Will said that there are dollars that are allocated for these special needs kids and they don't get used and then they just go into this whatever fund, this general fund, 
that was like, oh my gosh, like that money is there for these kids and these kids need it. And it's not being used because of these political or whatever you want to call it reasons. That was pretty alarming to me. The piggybacking on that, if you kind of took that part of that conversation from Will and combined it with what Mercedes was talking about and just who decides what part of the budget gets not only allocated, but then spent. Yes. Right. Um, because it's amazing how all of a sudden, and, and this is not, um, this is not special just to this conversation, right? right. This happens with allocations of and funds everywhere. Yes. Right. But when you, when you see a population that definitely, um, is in need and it feels like could benefit from those funds truly being accessible. Now I am not on the school board. I am not on city council. I don't, I'm not sitting here like, like right. I'm not a school administrator. Like I understand that everybody's got their own perspective with it, but like that really was interesting hearing basically, correct me if I'm wrong, but basically Mercedes saying like, Oh, now all of a sudden this money's just going to us getting a new gym. Exactly. You know, correct. Um, pretty interesting. Yeah. And I think it's, I don't understand why teachers don't have more input because the yeah. teachers are the ones on the ground level with these kids and the parents. And so Mercedes said that some principals and districts that she would work with would allow the teachers to have a little bit of mm-hmm. input, but a lot of them wouldn't. And to me, that was kind of sad because I'm like, the teachers know what they need the most. So I just think about times in my life and jobs that I've had, like, I know what my client needs if I have to go to my boss and then my boss has to go to another boss and then another boss, it's like, there's so much red tape and bullshit that like the kids are the ones that are suffering in this process, you know? And I do know, like, that's a really good point. Um, and I think a lot of this, so much information can be found through like talking to people within your community who have been on similar paths or have experience with it. What was also interesting to me is, um, you know, Mercedes was talking about how, things change a lot when you walk in the room with an advocate. Mm -hmm. And for me, I was just thinking about my husband being an attorney, you know, like if you walk in with an attorney, people will immediately take you more seriously. Now they also might get a little bit more defensive too. So there's a, you know, a a con side to that as well, or could be. Um, But in my mind, I was just like, Oh, I, if I had a special needs kid, that's the first thing I would do is go get an advocate because I don't know what those, rights are and the laws are of parent that parents have. And so I would, I would want somebody that's an expert in that to advocate just because, you know, her point was, you know, the teachers don't know the laws. Their, their job is to teach kids. It's not to know the laws, you know, like, you know, and even the administrators don't know the laws. And so, so many things just get missed by people not even knowing this. And so I think that the services that she's adding are, awesome. And, um, it was also kind of sad to me. She said a lot of times advocates are expensive because of the knowledge that they're providing, which so would an attorney be expensive, you know? So I think a lot of people probably don't have access to them, um, which is kind of sad as well. And she said the state offers them, but it's the state. So clearly the state's trying to cover their butt more than anything. So in my mind, a private advocate would be better than a state provided advocate. But um, the whole thing was just very interesting to me. And then, you know, I didn't even realize that, like, if your kid has issues prior to entering the school system, which at, you know, their age range is three to 21, the state actually provides money and resources. Um, but you have to, like, go and talk to your pediatrician about it and all of that. And I just didn't even know that. And I have friends that I am positive didn't know that, you know, they have concerns about speech issues or whatever with their children. And um, 
that was interesting to me. So I feel like there's just a lot of stuff people don't even know that's out there that could be incredibly helpful just if you know about it. Well, and even take someone like Mercedes who does this for a living. Mm -hmm. She was talking about that. um, Kate. Katie Beckett. Katie Beckett. Yeah. Yeah, The waiver. And she was like, that was something that she discovered. Exactly. You know, even, and this is somebody who lives and breathes and is in this space, you know? So it's the, the, the unfortunate thing about, special needs, mental health, things along those lines in this country is we, we know that there are resources there, but it just feels so damn challenging yeah. to navigate and to find them yeah. within that. And it's, it's how fortunate we are. I mean, just in this small pocket that you discovered, I mean, these are three people that are doing a lot of work to help people along mm-hmm. those lines, you know, and, and to create the voice and, and, the, the path for people to be able to do, but I mean, it, it really, it, it's a huge challenge. Yeah. And you just, I'm sure you're overwhelmed and scared and like feeling all those things. So then to think like, Oh my gosh, there's this huge daunting world of things I know nothing about, Mm -hmm. but I want to help my kid and I love my kid. Michael said that one of the best things he did was he actually started a support group in Sevierville. And he was like, the people that came to that group taught me more than I ever knew about anything because they were like further along in their processes. But I think that the support group thing is incredible because people can share the knowledge and be like, Hey, there's hope. Here's the resources that I found that have worked for us. And um, I think it's cool that people are helping each other in that way. Oh, for sure. It's interesting how you always, it seems that people who are the people who end up being advocates and working for stuff always seem to have that personal connection to it. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and it would be, I I could see where it would be so easy to feel so overwhelming, like you were saying, Mm -hmm. or like just daunting to kind of get through your own journey. Mm -hmm. Um, But to kind of be able to step up, to the plate and take the journey that you're on and use it to really be able to help others. Yeah. Is pretty cool. That was one thing. One of the sweetest things in all the interviews was that with each one of them, you know, Michael said, um, the reason why I am who I am is because of my son. Mm-hmm. And his son is like not a detriment to him in right. any way. Like he's working at Sartoma because of his son and all of that. And I was like, that's so cool. And then Mercedes said that she got into this because her little sister had special needs. Right. So it was like her whole family's like life basically. And then she said she went to school to do something else because she wanted to like be away from switched. it. And now she's back in <laughs> yeah. it. It's like her whole life. And then look at what Will's doing. Like all three of them, because of what they're doing is because of their children and they are bright, like so smart. And they're making a huge difference in this community. And I was like, that's really cool that they've taken something that most people would be like, this is a horrible thing that's happened to me in life. And they've turned it into something good and something positive. And they're helping so many other people with it. So I think that could be applied to a lot of things in life. Oh, for sure. And even common theme, even when Mercedes too, and you said this in the episode, but like that her, that it's her and her mom working together on so much Mm -hmm. of this stuff. Like that's just really, it is, there's a lot of power in that. Yeah. Very cool. One other thing that I want to say, um, Michael talked about how the estate planning process is really important. And I didn't realize this, but like you won't get funding from the state if you have more than $2,000. That's like no money. So it's like they want these, I don't want to say this. I don't know how to say it politically correct, but I'm not politically correct. So whatever. It's like, they want these people to almost be like destitute yeah. Um, in order to help them, which in my mind is like 
terrible. Um, so I do think that it's important if families have these kids to get that trust set up so that they can leave them something. Or if the kids are actually like making money, doing a, you know, being productive and stuff that they can have something to their name. Um, I didn't know any of that. Did you? No, I didn't. And I think that's part of the, again, like there's, I cannot begin to fathom as a parent, like being a, being a parent, for anyone, any stripes, any whatever is a challenge, right? Yes. Um, and all that comes with that is incredibly challenging at times, the planning, the whatever, but it feels like you have to find another gear and Mm -hmm. you have to think so much farther ahead. Right. And like, that was a huge thing that I feel like I heard from Michael's conversation with you. Mm -hmm. Right. Was like just that conversation because was, isn't his wife, his wife is an estate planning attorney. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he was kind of talking, I think it was before we even got recording and the three of us were just kind of talking about some of that. And I, I cannot begin to think through some of that you were sharing too, about like your cousin and your aunt and uncle having to have some of those thoughts and conversations on this. Yeah. It's just, I didn't, I think if you have a kid that special needs and clearly it depends on the degree and everything like that, you have to, you know, my parents, my dad has always said, my goal was to raise you to be, you know, adults that go into society and pay your taxes and (laughs) do some good in the world. But I think in his mind is once I turn 18, I wash my hands up. Like I've done my job out of here. (laughs) But if you have somebody who's special needs, it might not be the case that you, get to so called wash your hands of them at 18, right. you know? And so if, if it's something that's more severe then you have to do a lot of long-term planning mm-hmm. and that can be, I would say very daunting if you don't have somebody who's guiding you that kind of knows. Oh, how to for do sure. That. Yeah. And it was, I think one thing that was really cool about how we kind of stacked these is really looking at that. Like it felt like with Will's episode, we kind of got more of this like K through 12, conversation yeah. and mentality. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when with Michael, it was kind of the, like what comes next Adulthood. piece, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, really, really powerful couple episodes. And I think, um, very eye opening on a lot of the ins and outs of, of navigating this world for people who don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely, you know, are around it and see it, but I mean, it's, it, it's it, eye opening. Yeah. And for me, it's given me more empathy, not in the way of like, oh, I feel so sorry for them. But if I have somebody in my life that I know that has a child with special needs, I'm just like, I shouldn't be bitching about whining about setting up swim lessons and this and that because they have to do all that, but then also therapy and all these other things. And so it just adds another layer of complication. And for me, I'm going to be like, okay, if they're being snappy today they might be a little stressed out and you yeah. know what? Rightfully yeah, yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. So I need to be like empathetic to this, you know? Well, one thing that I thought was really applicable across kind of all fronts. Um, and I, I know Mercedes talked about this and I, I think this may have come into play in some of the other conversations as well, but really just that concept is like a parent of trusting yourself to be your, your kid's advocate. Yeah. Right. And she was talking about when they changed OTs because not that that OT they were using was, bad, but it just wasn't in line with where they are. And like, I think that's something that I know, like myself as a parent, um, I've had to really like lean into that, into like trusting my gut Mm -hmm. on stuff, you know? And it, and it, it's what's funny now I have found at least is like, I have moments where I'm like, yeah, I know I, I, 
I know this is what this looks like on paper, but this is what my gut's telling me. And like, I'm just good with that. I'm yeah. just going to roll with this, you know, and yeah. that, that takes time to get there. But, um, that's a pretty, that's a pretty powerful thing as a, as a parent, as a caregiver on any level, yeah. you know, to really just be able to like trust yourself yeah, and be, and be your person's advocate yourself, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Cause we know our kids better than any doctor or anyone else sure. does. We live with them. We birth them. We're with them <laughs> all day long, you know? And then I feel like there's so much information in this world that we're constantly second guessing. Like, did I do the right thing? Did I not do the right thing? And sometimes when you trust your gut, you don't even see the immediate impacts. Sometimes you have to wait years and you're like, did I screw that up? Did yeah. I not screw that up? But um, yeah, that's a really good point. And for all parents in general, it's just, you know, advocate for your child. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, cool. Well, so as we kind of have wrapped this session and we're moving into our next topic here, what's uh, what's on What's on the docket for our next couple episodes? Coming next is health. And I know that is very broad. Women's health. (laughs) Women's health and kind of family health wrapped into that a little bit. I am not the picture of health (laughs) by any means. (laughs) I try my best, but it is very interesting to me. Um, So we're going to talk first to Kelly Cope about nutrition, but then also since I'm pregnant, I want to talk kind of about um, pregnancy experiences and just different outlooks like you know, when I had Mac, my first, I definitely had a, this is how it's supposed to be done. And this is the way it's going to go. And now I'm just like, Oh, whatever, you know, it can be <laughs> totally different for everybody. You know, I don't even care what doctor I get as long as I feel like it's somebody that's competent, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I even want to talk to like a midwife and somebody who's done a home birth and stuff like that too. So sure. just some different areas of health that are interesting to me, um, just to kind of bring some different perspectives. Some of it, there's still no way in hell I would do it personally, (laughs) but it works great for some families. Um, and so I think it's just interesting to hear those different options that are out there. Yeah. Well, I think this will be a cool, um, a cool little next section for us. And, uh, I'm excited that we're for you because I think we've got, we've got a couple episodes recorded. We've got a couple on the docket and we're just kind of taking the opportunity to really play around Mm -hmm. with this one a bit. So, um, as per usual, like if, folks have thoughts on things they'd like to hear kind of within this women's health or family health arena, like give us a shout, let us know. Like we'd love to, we're still working on interviews for this segment. So um, be happy to add more stuff to it. Absolutely. And we want to know your feedback. If you like it, don't like it. If you hate it, (laughs) let me know. (laughs) Hopefully they don't hate it. (laughs) They might. Well, cool. Well, Liz, thanks for, thanks for letting me jump on and do this with you and wrap up, wrap up this, this past couple episodes. Anything else as we close it out? That's all I got for today. So we will see you guys next time. You can check me out on lizdurham.com or at Instagram at lizdurhamtn. We'll see you guys next time. See ya. Bye. Being Different with Liz Durham is a Palm Tree Pod co-production. It's produced and edited by Anthony Palmer. Thanks to Emily Miles for digital support. The content for this episode is created by me, Liz Durham.